0: Fight fans, welcome to another edition of Combat Planet. I'm Sergio Martinez, and as always, I'm joined by Mr. Mike Michael. What's going on, Mike? Yeah, hi,
1: Serge. Everything's great, man. Everything's great. Just uh, looking forward to getting into it, to do the show. Everything's cool. Everything's great. Yep, well,
0: everything is great, except if you're Dillian White. We're going to get that into a little bit, but um, that was the big heavyweight fight yesterday, and it was a kind of a dud, Mike, so... Um, Let's just get right into it, right? Because that's what we really are here to talk about. Um, That was a disappointing yesterday, by the way, the part two, right? Dillian White, Alexander Povetkin, um, disappointing. Mike, uh, Dillian White, I get it. He came in trying to make a statement, trying to end it early. He looked horrible. You know, first of all, Mike, he's a strange, strange looking heavyweight, right? Like very big up top, but he's almost got like light heavyweight legs. It's, it's the weirdest thing you've seen. Um, and on top of that, he came out, he looked horrible. He fell over his like his front, the front of his, his feet. He was completely off balance. He was swinging and missing horribly. Um, and he basically had a dead man in front of him. Mike Povetkin didn't look like he, he wanted to... To even be there at all, Mike. He just looked like he showed up to pick up a paycheck and uh, leave. So, uh, you saw the fight. Um, tell me what you thought about it. And I mean, wh- what does this mean? Does it mean anything? And where do each of these guys go from here?
1: Well, um, we we saw something that we already know is what it's going to be. I mean, you know. So we were we were at least hoping from the last week's show that um, the time that Pavetkin had, that he would have, you know, really trained, coming with a game plan, etc., etc., but um, he just looked off, he looked, it was a weird situation, he looked like, he just, he wasn't fighting, I mean, he wasn't fighting back, I mean, he was just going through the motions, but then again, Serge, we did say as well that, uh, he, if he, 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 he's either going to put up the fight of his life, or he's going to show us that he's aged overnight because he looked completely shot. Uh, perfectly. Uh, as far as Delia White, well, you know, I mean, there's nothing you can really say about this guy because we've already said it before. I mean, the guy's limited experience, uh, limited ability, uh, just a big, strong brute of a guy. Okay. And that's really it. I mean, and and it's been proven as well. If he gets if he gets tagged, he gets knocked out as well. So, I mean, you know, they're talking about uh, Deontay Wilder and so forth. Deontay Wilder would annihilate Dillian White, Sergio. He literally would annihilate Dillian White. He's, Dillian White is tailor made for Deontay Wilder. Okay, he's, he's open. He falls over his feet. You know, he's slow. Um, you know, because we've got to say one thing about um, Deontay Wilder okay, he's very athletic and he and he does have far, fast hands for a heavyweight, okay, and obviously uh, he's got the equaliser with the big right-hand shot, okay, so, you know, um, he can't miss Dillian White, can he? He just, he literally, he can't, so, I mean, I think Dillian White's going nowhere, I think that uh, Eddie Hearn really has, has understood that and really is trying to limit the amount of money that he's going to... Um, put out for Dillian White, and um, I don't think the, I, I really, truly don't think that um, that Eddie Hearn has great interest in progressing further with Dillian White. I think at some stage Dillian White's going to break away from him. That's my opinion, you know. But you know, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But lo- looking at looking at what is on the table, looking at where he's going, I mean. You know, I mean, the 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 Deontay Wilder fight for Dillian White, in my opinion, even a beat a beat up psychologically weakened Wilder, okay, it's just too much for Dillian White, and that's all there is to it, you know. And and I think Dillian White needs to just stay at the level that he's at, be happy that he's interim world champion, start defending that against, you know. Uh, lesser opposition okay and just try to make uh 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 fight purses and and consolidate them in you know after uh at making certain fights and picking up what he can pick up because i'll tell you man i don't think fury or joshua have any interest in fighting this guy why would they you know what i mean and that's that's really about it so that's really about it you know what i mean you know
0: yeah, Mike, it, it's like I tell you, it's just, I mean, Dillian White, not that he was ever a great fighter, um, but he he had really improved, you know, about 10 fights before his last fight, uh, before the first fight with Povetkin, going in there, the last 10 fights, he looked like a much better fighter, Mike. The past two fights, he, it's its just been like a de-evolution of that. Like, what do you
1: attribute that to it? Is it just... Mark I mean, I, I told you before. Mark Tibbs is what that is attribute. he found Mark Tibbs, and Mark Tibbs knew what buttons to push on this guy, okay, these guys, you know, Harold Knight and so forth, Harold Knight hasn't had a fighter for years, Sergio, years, I mean, no disrespect to Harold, okay, because I know Harold, okay, right, he's from New Jersey and so forth, okay, but, you know, I mean, and even when he was working with Lennox Lewis, he wasn't Lennox Lewis's. We wasn't ever Lennox Lewis's head guy in there. Okay, so you know, I mean, jumping on the, on on you know the the band, those kind of bandwagons, and you know, and and what improvement did you see that Harold Knight made with Dillian White last night, and this Xavier guy that you know that is nobody's even ever heard of. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's just. Absurd, absurd Sergio, but with Mark Tibbs, okay, he actually took him from a guy that was, you know, stumbling and falling all over the place when he boxed uh, Anthony Joshua and so forth, and improved him, and you saw the, the, the the evolving improvement of Dylan White over a series of fights, okay, not that Anybody ever thought that Dillian White was going to be, you know, uh, an outstanding world champion or anything of, of that level, okay? But he was a much more sharper, much more. Um, um, how should I say it to you? It's, I don't know, Sergio. I, I can't really put he my He was formidable,
0: it. Mike. He yeah, was formidable.
1: Formidable, yeah, formidable yeah, no, but, but I can't. Yeah. What I saw last night. Um, I didn't see anything that was formidable. Let's use the word that you used, okay? Formidable. That is a that were able to say, you know what? This guy has limited skills, okay. But okay, he's a formidable a foe for everybody, okay. I didn't see that. I didn't see that at all, okay. You know, getting revenge on on somebody like that that wasn't fighting back. It's not really it's not really a revenge, is it? Really, you know what I mean? You know, so at the yep. end of the day, at the end of the day. Yeah, I I I believe if they put him in with um, Oscar Rivas again. I think Oscar Rivas will probably beat him this time around, Sergio. You know what I mean? He's because he's, he's regressed. So, you know, I mean, all right, they're talking Deontay Wilder. Uh, it's it's a big fight, you know. Uh, Hearn said it's a stadium fight and so forth. I mean, it's not a stadium fight, Sergio, because Deontay Wilder. You know, has never filled a stadium in his life. Okay, right, and neither has Dillian White. Okay, right. So that is, that is, you know, uh, a five, uh, a five to ten thousand, you know, uh, um, ticket ticket sale fight. If you're lucky, okay, and that's really that's really it, Sergio. Okay, you know, for that. And the only reason that 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 would sell is because, you know. Uh, um, uh, what's his name, Wilder, okay, is a former world champion, okay, but it won't sell that much, will it, Sergio? Where where would that fight be staged? You know, so, I mean, yeah. I mean, what are they going to do, put it, put it on the rock again, like they did last night, you know, get 500 people coming in? I mean, that's about the right numbers, really, isn't it, for those two guys, you know what I mean, really, you know? So,
0: yeah um,
1: yeah i don't know man i I don't know it's just i think it's a weird situation don't you it's a very weird situation with these two guys you know yeah
0: well yeah mike and going back to it just like where where does he go from here like like you you already laid out there's really no no real big fight for him out there um so and again beating this this "Quote unquote rematch, although for avenging it. Other than that, there was there's really no purpose. It filled no purpose whatsoever. I just mm. hope that they don't do a part three to this because you know that that would be absurd. But oh. then again, where as you said, other than Dillian, other than White fighting um um a Wilder, like who's he gonna fight? You know, so it is what it is well, at the end of the
1: day. <laughs> well, 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 Sergio, I mean, could, could he beat Ortiz in your in your humble opinion? Do you think that he could beat, you know, a 250-year-old Ortiz? You know, I I think that would be a, an extremely hard fight for him because if Ortiz, you know, comes in, in in reasonable shape, because let's face it, Ortiz has pretty good boxing skills, doesn't he, Sergio? You know what I mean? And he he would be able to see straight through Dillian White. Okay, the only way Dillian White could beat that guy is to, you know, out-muscle out him, you know, if he... If he's able to do so, okay. But you know, who else is he going to fight? I mean, well, I don't know, man. Is it's, this guy's in, interim interim world champion? But so what? What does that mean? You know what I mean? You know, but in my opinion, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It, Not, was, it was. It was. It was, yeah. it was. It was. It was. It was a very. Um, Deflating situation. What I saw last night, and that was because Povekhin, um showed no resistance whatsoever. And I think that if Pavetkin yeah. would, if Povek, would have showed up and 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 boxed and and bite bit down a little bit, I think he would have beaten him, Sergio. I really do. A couple of times, Pavetkin caught him, okay, but you know he had nothing to, you know, we did he just didn't want to. Didn't want to get get mixed it up, did he? You know, so I, I think that if Povetkin would have showed up and wanted to fight, I think he, based and predicated on what I saw on Dillian White last night, I believe that he would have beat Dillian White. And I don't, uh, I, this improvement with with what he's saying, he's done, and whatever else, and whatever, uh, I didn't see that last night. But, you know, and that, well, unless unless you know, I was watching something else. You know what I mean? You no. Know?
0: No, no, I'm with you, Mike. I'm with you, and I 100% agree. So we'll see where that goes. Now, I want to talk about a couple of fights that were on that undercard, Mike, right. before we move on. One of them we'll talk about, it was a pro debut, and the only reason I'm mentioning it is because it was the son of Ricky Hatton, and my God, he does look like Ricky Hatton. Like, as far <laughs> yeah, as his... He does. his, his uh, he does, he does. Yeah, he I mean, does. there were several. there were several times, Mike, where they were showing him, like, working the bag video of him working the bag and all that, and I swear to to Christ I was like wait that's that's Ricky and then it was like no it was his son Campbell you know so um yeah, yeah. Campbell Hatton made his pro debut yesterday Mike um he's got his father as a manager he's got his uncle as a trainer um and not not a not a big amateur uh pedigree on him he was he didn't have a lot of amateur fights and all that I mean Mike from what I saw of course he lacks that amateur background, so I get it. but from what I saw, Mike, he is a long way from even being professional ready. You know, the guy that he had in front of him, the uh, guy from Spain. I can't remember his first name, I think it was Garcia, the last name yeah, Garcia, so Mike, yeah, that, but yeah, Garcia. I mean, the guy yeah, the kid was tough, Mike, <laughs> but he was there to be to be showcased, like to be uh, to give Campbell a chance to really showcase, and it he went life and death with him, you know now again. I'm not writing off Campbell's career or anything like that. I understand everything that was going and the pressure that that kid must have felt and all that. But again, he didn't even look like he was ready for his pro debut, Mike, at that point. you know. So tell me your impressions. What do you know about Campbell Hatton? If anything, he's from your neck of the woods. So what do you know about Campbell Hatton and uh, what, what was your impression as far as his first professional fight?
1: Well, uh, not too much, really, Sergio. Um, I don't want to chastise a kid in any way because, obviously, I saw what you saw and what any, anybody in boxing saw as well. We saw a young boy who's, whose father is like a legend in the, in the UK and um, it's a tough act to follow, okay, right? So um, they really got to really take their time um, I think that they they made a comment last night that you know in regards to comparing uh, the same situation as uh, as uh, Con- uh, with Conor Ben, but Conor Conor you know I think he's a little bit more ferocious than what this young man is. You know what I mean? So um, I think Campbell Campbell still uh, you know doesn't that doesn't have that ferociousness that Conor Ben has, and Conor Ben. Over a period of, let's say, what is it? How long has he been a professional now? For three years, I would say, three, pushing four now. Uh, yeah, he he has he has improved tremendously. I mean, um, he he will never be his father, but his father is completely out of the picture. Nigel and just left the kid to his own devices, his own trainers, you know, his own managers. Okay, and um, I, I think that. Uh, Connor has worked wonders with only having like twenty five amateur or twenty seven amateur fights, but he's got a a, a a a big ruthless streak in him, okay, like his father, and Connor can actually punch, okay, like his father, maybe not as heavy handed as his father, but heavy handed enough to knock not knock, knock a lot of his opponents out. Uh, Campbell Hatton, okay. He kind of like looks um, um, not not filled out, not matured. Uh, you know, um, he started gashing as well after uh, in the third round. But then again, that's that's due to experience as well, Serge, and plus the nerves and coming out to his father's you know entry music to the ring and wearing his father's uh, same colours, his father's shorts and. I mean, it's a lot of pressure, okay? I think they've really got to handle this kid with a feather duster, you know, kid gloves, he needs to stay in the gym. If that was me, I'd take him to America, uh, get him some, you know, ring experience in Philadelphia, New York, take him out to LA, you know what I mean? And, you know, put him in with uh, some Mexicans and, and, and some other Latin American fighters, okay? And I think that... That's where he should be, and I think he should fight, you know, um, not frequently. I think he needs to develop, first of all, and let's say give him another two fights this year, okay? Another two four-rounders, but then give him, like, seven months off, you know, and, and, and put him through put him through some real major uh, sparring sessions, you know, what he needs to do. But then again, you, we've got the pandemic, so... There's a lot of things that need to be taken into consideration. I just don't think that he'll be able to develop as quickly and and as properly as he should be able to do in the UK because of the limited opposition, the limited sparring that's available, Sergio. And, you know, I think he, think he shows potential, but we don't know yet me or you or any other boxing person, proper boxing person that is, what that potential is at the moment because it, it needs to be brought out of him. Okay, So I think that Matthew Hatton is probably the right guy to train him. I don't think Ricky would be the right guy. I think his, his uncle Matthew, is a, it was a, it, Matthew Hatton was more technical than Ricky Hatton. Okay, So I think that's better for Campbell in my opinion. Okay, so I just think long, long way off, Sergio. Full agreement with you. Um, I think we're looking at a three-year, a three-year progression for this guy, but at a very slow tortoise pace. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah, Mike. Like I tell you, not. I mean, he's a kid, Mike. You know, I understand. A he's a kid. He's still got he- a long way to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no no problem. I'm not I'm just saying like yeah, he they they definitely want to to
1: take it very slow with him. So I mean I mean, so, I mean uh, to be honest well, with you Sergio, to be honest with you, I if that was me and he was my son, I wouldn't have turned him professional now. I would have made him stay amateur, at least pick up a few a few amateur some amateur experience. Put him on, put him on the UK amateur circuit, which is pretty good. You know, the UK amateur circuit is quite strong. You put him through the Amateur Boxing Association, the ABAs, okay. And, You know, and and let him develop like that. You know what I mean? With you know, with uh, you know, um, potential Olympic uh, kids. You know that that um, he would be fighting. You know, um, I I I personally would not have pulled the trigger as quickly as what they have and turned him pro Um but then on the other side of it if the kid was adamant on you know wanting to become a professional fighter then rather than let him go and do it on his own I suppose you know at least uh, Ricky uh, decided well if he's going to do it we we may as well you know help him as much as we can you know so that might be the case as well yeah. us, you know yeah. yeah
0: we'll see how it goes Mike we wish him yeah. well and yeah. all that so yeah. we'll yeah. see how it goes Now let's, let's talk about the fight of the night, Mike, (laughs) you know, a fight that was all action, um, no defense, which is expected now from, you know, the big cheese, Ted Cheeseman. He picked up some belt. I don't remember which one it was, um, against, uh, James Metcalf. Um, two very, very, very like C plus level fighters, like low B plus level fighters Um, basically just throwing hands at each other and rearranging their already rearranged face. Mike, Uh, it was a brutal fight. It was entertaining. I laughed. I cried. I didn't really cry, but you know, I think I cried from laughing. Um, I was, it was enjoyable, Mike, very, very enjoyable. I'm, I'm definitely on the Cheeseman, you know, train as far as I want to see this guy live. I want to see him fight. I, I think he goes to war he he goes to war when he's hitting the heavy bag you know i think that he comes up with broken noses and all that even in training when he's not even training with sparring partners just the heavy bag but i love his attitude um he he's got balls you know he he doesn't have much else um and he seems to have a pretty good chin overall too mike um but tell me what what you thought about ted cheeseman and uh james metcalf was that the fight of the night and what do you look forward to seeing uh, these two guys, or cheese men in particular.
1: Well, yeah, I mean it was a hell of a fight for the level of these two guys, no doubt about it. Uh, you know my opinion on on UK fighters, and there's no, there's no um, uh, disrespect to any of them. Okay, right? They just have a circuit in the UK that is at a certain level, and it doesn't seem to get any better than a certain level. They got they these guys probably have outstanding amateur careers, which they do okay and then when they turn pro it's like they just get you know into this domestic level of fighting and then just want to jump jump into a world title fight or a european title fight okay when they're when they're not really developed already okay for this and they say that british boxing is better than what it used to be it's not okay british boxing you know 30, 40 years ago, the level of fighters that were around then were far more superior than what they are now, with the exception of Tyson Fury, that is, okay, in my opinion, okay? Right, okay, and, um, and Kalsaki, Eubanks, and so forth. But, you know, well, I'm going back nearly 20, 30 years there well, by mentioning these guys. But, um, um, you know, um, Ted Cheeseman, um, well done, well done to him, okay? I think he realises his, his limitations. Uh, I don't think he's got a big idea about himself. Uh, the belt that he won, Sergio, is quite a prestigious belt, actually. The the Lonsdale belt. Okay, it, you know, he it's the second time he's won that now. So if he makes one one more defense, he's allowed to keep the belt outright, which is not a lot of um, of British fighters have managed to do that. Okay, so um, um, it's it, it's quite a, quite a feat to to win a Lonsdale belt. In the UK, regardless if the opposition is what it is, okay, right? But don't forget, if two uh, B-minus fighters are are equally matched, it it becomes you know a slugfest like we saw last night. So, so it was an entertaining fight. Uh, Cheeseman now will look his will set his sights on the European title, and then also probably tried to obtain the commonwealth title so if he's british european and commonwealth champion okay that again not too many british fighters have managed to hold those three belts simultaneously so i think that ted uh acknowledges his limitations because he wasn't talking about i'll oh, get me a world title fight i'll get me this or get me that he says you know let we'll go to the next level now. I'm only 25 years old, even though he looks like you know 400 years old. Okay, right? No disrespect, Ted, but your face your face doesn't look like 20 a 24 year old. Okay, um, you, you, you know, um, and and you know I like the guy's attitude. I like you know that he wasn't talking nonsense and realized I think he that his abilities at a certain level. And he wants to take it step by step. And if, if he should, at some stage, be able to be manoeuvred into somebody giving him a voluntary defence because he's coming off a series of, you know, wins and he's British, European and Commonwealth uh, champion, okay, then, you know, to me, I think, you know, that's a major feat for this guy. And I would, like, take my hat off to him, okay, because you've got a guy that comes to the table... Gives a hundred percent. He's not a great fighter. Doesn't doesn't say that he's a great fighter, but does what he does with what he's got, Sergio. Okay, and I kind of like like the kid. I did. I like the kid. You know, what I mean, you know, uh, um, I like his. I, I like his post fight press uh, uh, press conference. Okay, and I thought I thought he was talking very nice. You know, very, very nicely, and you know, uh, wasn't like giving himself uh, 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 bigger expectations about what he can and can't do okay right? he was just said step by step and I want this kid to do to do well i i I thoroughly enjoyed the fight I thought the I thought the other guy James Metcalf put up a hell of a fight as well I mean he wasn't you know anything of you know uh special special sergio but on a domestic level, he was he was he's a tough kid. the kid was undefeated as we well, the other kid Metcalf he's, I think he's twenty one and 0, wasn't he? I believe, yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah yeah no no Mike. No it was a, yeah. like I tell
0: you, Mike, it was a good evenly matched yeah, fight. Yeah, you yeah know, no yeah. question about no it. No
1: question about it. And I think that those two guys stole the show from everybody to tell you the truth, you know what I mean? You know, it was it was it was a great fight, you know, at the level at the level of these where these two guys are. And I honestly, truly wish Ted Cheeseman the best of luck, okay? And I do want him to become Brit- uh, European and Commonwealth and British champion and hold these belts all at the same time. I think the kid deserves it, you know what I mean? Because, you know, what did he say? I won the belt for my for my son, he said, okay? You know, I mean, it's it's uh, it's nice to hear somebody, you know, not talk any smack and not, you know... Uh, howling like a wolf or some some shit like that, Sergio. Excuse me, you know, I don't, I swear, but you know, you know, <laughs> you know, you know it, it was like a, a good, a good blue-collar guy coming out of Bermondsey, okay, right, where, you know, Bermondsey is in the south of London, but it's a, it, it's, it's a tough area, Sergio, very, very tough area, okay, right, and to be able to fight your way out of there, okay, um, I'll take my hat off to, to Ted Cheeseman. And, and and I think and I think that the the uh, the name they give him the big cheese I think is very fitting very fitting I wish him truly truly the best of luck and I want and I wish him well him and his family you know
0: yeah I know like I tell you Mike he's got he's got a fan in me Mike I'm not joking about that I want to see him fight again I just I every time I saw him the last time against Eggington you know yeah and, so that was eggs and cheese that's hilarious yeah 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 and that yeah. was also a. A a brutal fight, you know. So yeah, I, re- I think as long as he's match, cur-
1: uh, uh, yeah.
0: As long as he might, he's always going to give value for money, you know. So
1: yeah, I mean, so, I mean, uh, I, I I remember you said you were high on him last time. Okay, right? I I barely saw the the um, the Egerton fight. Okay, I saw highlights of it. So, but you saw all of it, didn't you, Sergio. And you were like, you you like you like this kid. You you talked. Yeah, to, you like this kid from last time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like bruisers, Mike. You know that. I like guys that go out there and work, you know. Can he be a legitimate world champion? No. You know, but, I mean, the guy is entertaining. You know, he's a very poor, poor man's Arturo Gatti. And then, again, very poor because Gatti could really fight. He could really box and was a legitimate world champion at one point. But what I'm saying is he comes with that type of spirit. He has that type of fight, that
1: warrior mentality. I love that. Yeah, yeah. It's the spirit um, spirit Sergio. The spirit of the guy... He he, yeah. he 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 gives it all, okay, right, and that's what I saw, yep. that's what I saw yep. last night, he gave it all, and let's face it, I mean, that, that, the James Metcalf, that was a tough dude, Sergio, because, uh, uh, Cheeseman yeah, hit, hit him with a kitchen sink, didn't he, Sergio, let's face it, you know, even before he knocked him out, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I thought the fight was going to go the distance, I mean, the, uh, uh, going into the, into the 11th round, um, I had Cheeseman in front but I mean I I thought this this, this guy now um um might the the, the other guy might come on, come on strong and I thought well but he never you know Cheeseman Cheeseman just made the adjustment and just pulled pulled the shot out I mean Well done to him, man. Well done, really. Truly, truly. I thoroughly, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed enjoyed the fight, and very, very, very good luck to Ted Chisholm. Seriously, and to and to James Metcalf as well, because you know, I mean, of course, yeah, you know, James Metcalf as well. He'll come again. He's a good domestic fighter. He'll probably be able to pick up uh, the belt at some stage. You know, if he if he psychologically, uh, you know, keeps it together, and you know. It was good, entertaining fight, Sergio. It was uh, it was one of these uh, Azteca Telemundo fights that we used to see. Remember? Yep.
0: Yep. You know, yep. Absolutely, Mike. You know, like I tell you, I, at one point I thought, okay, this is either going to end by knockout or by like, you know, fatality, because right. Jesus Christ, they were there was, you know, there was no defense, and both guys had reasonably heavy hands. Yeah, Mike. yeah, so yeah. Both do. Yeah, you yeah, could tell. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, one of those fights, hopefully, yeah, hopefully both of their careers continue forward, there was no permanent damage, because those type of fights, they do take out something from you, but,
1: you know, good for the cheese,
0: Mike, as they say.
1: Yeah, yeah, they were busted busted up, I must say, they were busted up, though, but, you know, let's hope they're okay, I mean Yeah,
0: they were busted up by the fifth round, Mike, you know, by the 11th, busted up had passed about five rounds prior, so we'll see how it goes. Anyway, yeah. All right, all right, Mike, let's move on here to a fight that's coming up this weekend. It's a fight that um, I know you like this fighter, uh, Jamel Herring. He's having his title fight. It's going to be in Dubai, I believe, and he's facing Carl Frampton, the jackal. Um, I, I do believe that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a reasonably big fight here. Herring is a guy that I know that you like. He's a former Marine, um, a very, very good work ethic. He's really not... My type of a fighter, um, he's a little bit slow for my liking, but I think that in Frampton's current, uh, um, you know, condition, if you will, and his and his stage in his career and the way he fights, I think this actually is going to be a good fight, Mike. So I want to get your take on uh, Herring. Uh, give me, give me your take on both fighters where they're at right now and how
1: do you see this fight going down? Well, um, let's start with Frampton. Okay, right, Frampton. Um I've never been really fond of Frampton style um, and I, I if you remember that time Sergio, I think we mentioned this in the, a few shows ago, um when he got when he got um he got dropped two or three times in the first round by Garcia. Is it Garcia? In um oh, uh, job, right? Gonzalez, that's it Gonzalez Gonzalez and and, and yeah, 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 and, and, um, I, I, I saw a guy there literally, you know, fall apart, I mean, he won the fight, you know, quote unquote. let's say, right, okay, but I, I kind of, like, really, really w- lost my interest in this guy after that fight, you know, I think, I think to some degree he's been a little bit overrated, and, um, um, all right, he's, he's gone on to do to to win some big fights, lose some big fights, okay. Um, uh, he, he had a big uh, British domestic, uh, domestic fight and with, um, with a fighter, I can't remember this guy's name either now, okay. Um, um, he ret- he's retired now, Sergio, he's retired now, this guy. Um, what, Warrington? Not Warrington. Josh Warrington? No, not Josh. Well, Josh Warrington, yeah. no. J- Josh Warrington, there was another guy before him. Okay. And he, and he beat him. And, and this guy beat him.
0: Okay. Right? Luke Jackson. Uh, oh, no, you're talking about. So he. He's it, no, an English it, guy. Um, it guy. It
1: was a matchroom guy. was a matchroom guy. Yeah, well, Carl Frampton,
0: Carl Frampton only has two last losses one is to Josh Warrington, and the other is to Leo Santa Cruz. So Those are the only two losses that he has, unless you're talking about Scott Quigg. Scott Quigg, yeah, Scott Quigg. Scott Quigg, Scott Quigg. Okay, Scott yeah, Quig. yeah. He, he actually won a split decision yeah, on that
1: yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, um, that fight, I thought he actually lost that fight as well, Sergio. Okay, you know, Scott, okay. Scott Quigg, you know, he's not a pretty fighter. He just goes in, Sergio. When I tell you goes in, he just goes in, and you know, yeah, he's like a Michael. Do you remember, do you remember Michael Gomez by any chance? Of course. By the way. Oh yeah, of course. Well, yeah, Scott, yeah. Scott Quick, Quigg, okay, model, models himself on Michael Gomez. Okay. So do I need to say anything? Okay. Do I need to say anything further than that? It was a, a ma- it was a massive, not at all, a massive dust up. That's what it was. He went in there. No holds barred, okay. Yep. And at at some stages, I think he, he was on the verge of nearly stopping, um, um, Frampton, okay. But you know, I mean, Frampton's never really kind of like um, um, uh, lit lit the place up. Let's put it that way. You know what I mean? He's he's never really, I don't know, Sergio. He's never really evolved, you know. And even when he went into Amer- yeah. Even when he went to America. He's always been the B-side guy, okay. So, um, I don't know, man. I'm, I mean, I think Herring Herring's going to beat him. I I I think Herring. I don't think I think Frampton is tough. He 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 does have that Irish tough spirit, okay. But he's been through a lot of meat grinder search, and Herring still is still very 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 fresh, isn't he, Herring? Okay, okay. So. You know, I, I'm picking Herring to either uh, possibly bust this guy up and stop him, you know, with damage, you know, some cuts or whatever else, or, you know, a late stoppage. I'm going for a late stoppage. Is is TKO uh, via, via injuries or late, or late stoppage TKO, no?
0: Gotcha, yeah. Yeah, Mike, I think it's going to be a good fight, though, Mike, I do. Because Herring, I mean, he's not... He's, he's young as far as he's concerned for boxing, but he's 35 years old, but he's never really been busted up, you know, so, um, keeps himself in good shape, Yeah, lives a very clean life by all accounts, Yeah. so this yeah. is going to be an interesting fight. I do agree with you that I think that, um, um, Frampton has had, I mean, Frampton's 34 years old, Mike, he's had some meat, meat grinder fights, like, I mean, that's just his fighting style, you know, um. So I, I think Herring's gonna pull this off, but I think it's go, it's gonna be an out like he's gonna outbox him. I don't think Herring has enough power to knock him out. Although again, there's nothing preventing the Jackal Frampton right from growing old overnight because he has been in a lot of brutal. brutal I, I don't
1: right think now. he's got anything left, Sergio. I, I, well, I, no, I shouldn't say anything left. I don't think he's as formidable as what he was. Two years ago or three years ago, okay. I, I just don't. I think I, yeah. I, I think that his his interests have, you know, um, swayed away from the his actual, you know, desire or thirst to want to keep going at certain levels. And I think that you know that that is is gone now. I don't think it's there. I think he realizes that he's in you know at the tail end of his career now, so he's probably just trying to you know obtain as much money as he can, you know, give it one last shot, or whatever yeah. else, but I just don't think, you know, that he's the same fighter that he was even when he boxed Gonzalez that time, you know what I mean? So, I just don't. I mean, the Santa Cruz fights took a lot out of him as well, so, you know, the Scott Quick fight, I can tell you that, took, took a hell of a lot out of him, okay? The Josh Warrington fight, yeah. again, okay, right? So, you know, you know what I mean? So, so um, you know, I think Harry. Harry's got got a great shot, you know. If he if he gets it right, okay, I think he'll take care of business. I do. I like Harry. I do. I like you know. I like Harry. You
0: know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we wish him luck, Mike. I can tell you, he's paid his dues, Mike. Um, I think this will be the fight that where he can, he can really come into his own, if you will, and show. But Mike, before we go here, there is one thing I need to talk about, and it's not a want, it's a need. Uh, I sent you the tweet there. By uh Mike Coppinger, um, Oscar de la Hoya revealed at the Jake Paul Ben Askew press conference that he will be fighting July 3rd on Triller. So, this will be the first fight since he lost to Manny Pacquiao in 2008. Mike, so we're talking that's going to be what 12 13 years, right.
1: right?
0: You know, so um, I mean, Mike, it, it. anyone that's listened to this podcast knows that we are like humongous Oscar de la Hoya fans. Um, him coming back, you know, I don't really know how to feel about that. Uh, at the end of the day, I, I like Oscar. I know he's kind of nuts. He's had his problems, but as we've said before, in the history of boxing, he, there's, you know, he's gotta be top 30, you know, of all time, somewhere in there, top 20, top 30 No question about of, it. of anyone that's ever, yeah, that's ever laced up the gloves, you know? So, um, um, He's a very proud man, obviously, um, but you're talking 13 years of ring rust. Um, there's been a lot of issues with drugs, alcohol, uh, a lot of personal demons that he's faced. Um, I mean, give me your take on this comeback for, for Oscar De Laue. I'm like, um, do you like it? You don't like it? What do you think? Um, and let, just throw out a couple of names that you think he should fight. I mean, he's going to do it. So who would you throw him in there with?
1: Well, um, I, I'm not in favour of Oscar coming back. I think that, you know, um, why would you do it, okay? Um, you either, your ego won't allow you to not do it because you've seen other people that are doing it, okay? Or you run out of money, okay, right? Well, We, we both know that Oscar has not run out of money, okay, right? So it's the first instance, okay? that he's uh he's just a very egoistic individual and i think he just wants to show everybody you know that he well, he can do what george foreman did you know or some something along those lines okay um i think he's. i think that what he does understand is is that george foreman uh led a, re, a very clean lifestyle okay and at, i don't believe that george ever abused himself the way oscar abused himself okay so that's that's what I don't think he's understanding, okay? So I just think that in Oscar's mind, he still thinks that he's able to do what he used to do, Sergio. And that's, and that's what most fighters think after they retire, okay? They've got this thing in their mind that they can still give it one last shot. I mean, look at Roy Jones Jr., for example. That's a classic example of seeing, you know, somebody that... As at fought that boxed on, should I, shall we say, at least 10 years after he should have retired, 12 years after he should have retired, Sergio Roy Jones Jr.? Okay, oh, yeah, 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 oh, absolutely,
0: okay, absolutely, kept uh,
1: you know, won a few mediocre fights. The minute they stepped him up, got got you know, got clobbered and knocked out, okay, right? So, everybody was making a name on his name, okay, which, which at the end, at, yep. at the end of the day. I don't want to see Oscar go down that route. Okay, so um, talking about matching him up. Okay, we, um, yeah. Who would you fight, Mike? Who would you fight? uh, that's a really hard question, Sergio. Okay, it's a very, very hard question. Let
0: Let me tell you. Let me tell you who threw out his name. Okay, Mike, to fight him. Okay. Fernando Vargas. Fernando Vargas said that he would love to, that. It's there's no more bad blood. He has no more animosity towards Oscar they already mended that fence but he would love to fight him again that fight was an amazing fight but of course they were in their <laughs> primes you know but I mean I'm not going to lie to you Mike the thought of seeing Vargas de la Hoya too it's it kind of brings a smile to my face because Fernando Vargas okay. was a great fighter okay. you know look, so look, look.
1: If, if Fernando has not abused himself he'll stop Oscar Okay, he will
0: stop us, Oh yeah, you haven't seen Fernando. I, I, I hate this. You haven't I, seen Fernando. He has. Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. He, Fernando has to lose like a hundred pounds, Mike. Trust me, he ain't stopping anything. <laughs> <laughs> <So>.
1: <laughs> well, well, that's what I was, yeah, anyway, was going to say. I was going to say, you know, that um, if he if he hasn't abused himself, okay, then. I mean, uh, it, it, of course, it, it's it's intriguing, it's intriguing, okay, to see De La Hoya Vargas uh, number two, okay, what are they going to do, are they going to do like uh, a Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. fight, they're going to wear pillows for gloves and, and this kind of stuff, what's it worth, no, no, I, I, I... Oscar made it clear that
0: it's a, he wants a real fight. Like, in other words, right. he, he's not looking for an exhibition. He's looking for an actual boxing okay. match. Okay, okay. But you know what, Mike? Take Fernando off the table. The guy that you know out there, give me one guy, if you were his manager matchmaker, that you would match him with today. Sergio Martinez. Okay. Yeah, that's a good fight.
1: Sergio Martinez. That's actually a very okay. good fight. T- yeah. Two, two yeah. former world champions. Yeah. Big draws, okay, right? Obviously, no one's as big a draw as what Oscar is, okay, right? Because you'll, uh, you know, they break down the walls to come and see Oscar, okay. But um, Sergio Martinez, um, um, I would say um, Maidana possibly Maidana. Though he's, he's a tough guy, Maidana. Sergio, if he sh- if he if he should yeah. if he should be in shape, God help. Oscar in there, you know what I mean, with this guy, you know, you know, he's, uh, yeah. he's an eni- he's yeah. an enigma, isn't he, uh, Maidana, okay, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, he is, you know, um, yeah, definitely, yeah, uh, those are two great fights, Mike, yeah,
0: uh, I like those Sergio two Sergio
1: Martinez, I think, is yeah. the right guy, because, you know, they both got good skills, um, they both are not able to punch like they used to, okay, especially, uh, Sergio, because of the injuries that he's had, or whatever else, but then again, you know, you yeah. know, you know, Sergio, if he, uh, if he's uh, <laughs> offered a fight like that, he'll, he'll fight with one leg, you know, you know what that guy's like, Sergio, you know, so I mean, you know, yeah, you, yeah, you know. yeah, so, um,
0: he's an amazing athlete too, Mike, yeah. an amazing yeah, yeah, athlete, no
1: doubt. you know, no just, yeah, was one of my, yeah. my favourite, probably,
0: one of my favourite since right he's He's probably the most naturally gifted athletic guy since Roy Jones. You know that guy was was a marvel, a complete marvel.
1: Yeah, he, he was one of my favorite guys when he was around. You know, I mean, the, the, I, mean he,
0: I mean the shot. I mean, I mean his caught, name says it all, Mike. He,
1: yeah. I mean, I mean sorry. Go no, ahead, I was Mike. gonna say that the shot that he called, you know, Paul Williams with. I mean, it's still a classic shot to this the present day, isn't it, Sergio? I mean, the way he drew, the way he, oh, he, my God, he took yeah. out uh, Paul Williams, you know, the puncher. And you know? but you know,
0: I mean. But I mean, and you
1: guys, and his
0: name, Mike Sergio Martinez. I mean, what else could you ask? Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Exactly, exactly,
1: exactly. Sergio Martinez. So, uh, so um, I like those two. Yeah. So, so, I, so I think I think that if you, if you're gonna come back, then come back with somebody. You know that. Is worth coming? I mean, who, who is Oscar thinking about fighting? I mean, is, there, is there, has as been mentioned? There's no I mean, name, no name at the
0: moment. Okay, so no, no, no name at the moment. I'm assuming it's yeah, it's going to be a journeyman, Mike, or even somebody coming back from retirement. You yeah, know, someone like that.
1: They'll bring. Well, him. can you imagine? Can so, you imagine if he, uh, Mike, can he you imagine f- if he books Mosley again or someone like that? You know, what about that? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean. I mean, maybe, Mike. Why not? You know, why not? Triller, Triller has sh- proven to put a lot of money behind him. You know, yeah. so I mean, why not? I wish him luck, Mike. It's not what I want to see, but like I tell you, I, you know, Oscar, I, I've I've always liked Oscar. I've it's ever since he was in the amateurs. I followed him through his gold medal into the pros. You know, I wish him well, well Mike. I would be remiss if if we don't close off here with one more commentary. One of my personal favorite fighters of all time. Um, you and I, a little bit of a debate, but not a—not in a, any bad way at all. I mean, it's only one off. Um, but as far as his standing, as far as one of the all-time greatest middleweights, you know, I put him, of course, Sugar Ray Robinson to me is the greatest fighter ever. But if I go by weight divisions itself, in a middleweight, I have, you know, marvelous Marvin Hagler. As the greatest middleweight of all time, I know that you you have Carlos Monzon, the Macho Monzon. I mean, my God, what a, what an amazing fighter he was too. But I did want to say some comments. Obviously, everybody already knows Hagler passed. Um, one of the the true professionals, Mike, in my opinion, hardworking guy was passed over many times. Didn't have the 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 Olympics behind him. Didn't have an amazing amateur career. You know, he was just a blue-collar guy that always worked, always worked, was always in shape, always took care of himself. Um, And he could fight like anyone that's ever uh, laced up gloves, Mike. He's right up there. He, in my opinion, is top 15 of all time. You know, it's somewhere there's 15 or, or fighters at the most, 14 fighters at the most have been better than him, and that's saying a lot. He might actually be top 10. But, I mean... He fought everyone, stayed in one weight class, was always in shape, had one trainer manager, the Petronelli's Mike, um, just was an honor and a privilege to watch him fight. I thought he was robbed against Leonard. Um, and when he walked away, he actually stayed away. You know, he was one of those guys that once he was done, he was done. Um, so give me your take, Mike. I know that you were also a huge uh, Hagler fan. So give me your take on on Marvelous, and that that is his legal name, I'm sure most people know, but he changed his name to Marvelous Marvin Hagler, so well, if you can, Mike, give me your well, take.
1: Marvelous Marvin Hagler, okay, is um, undeniably a complete fighter, that's how I always viewed Hagler, I never viewed him with any flaws, um, he could box orthodox, he could box southpaw, Punch and power in both hands, okay. Combinations, granite chin, durable. I mean, this guy could have boxed, you know, in the in the eighteen hundreds, the twenties, the thirties, the forties. If he could have boxed in any any era, okay, and succeeded, okay, right. I think that even if he boxed in the era of Sugar A Robinson, I think that these guys would have would have had a rivalry and it would have been backwards and forwards, okay, and. I think it would have been uh, uh, a very, very evenly matched rivalry, even with with Ray Robinson, you know. Um, I thought he beat Leonard, and I didn't think he beat him by a majority. I think he beat him unanimously, okay. Um, One of of the, the, the best fights that I ever saw Hagler was against John the Beast Mugabe. And let me tell you, okay, He's the only guy that, re- that really ever got close, in my opinion, to actually being able to pull off a win against Hagler. And he just bit down, bit down, Serge, okay, right, and took this guy apart. And Mugabe was never the same after that. Uh, as we know, nope. as we know, the greatest three rounds, in, or one of the greatest three rounds in the history of boxing, Hagler Hearns, okay, I mean... Every time you watch it, okay, and I watched this the other day actually. After after Mar- Marvelous, uh passed, I, I I kind of uh, went on YouTube and it's it's just popped up, okay. And I just watched it, and it was like the adrenaline was pumping, surge so when I, just like when I first watched the fight, and I never knew who the winner was going to be, man. It's just it's just a, just a awesome awesome fight. Um, his fight against yeah, fight against Duran, I mean. What more can you say about that? I mean, you know, uh, hands of stone gave him a hell of a run for his money, but, but Sergio, what a a lot of people um, uh, forget, okay, is that he annihilated, annihilated all of the Philadelphia fighters in their peak prime back in the 70s, okay? Annihilated them, uh, Sergio, okay? You're talking about William Monroe, Boogaloo Wards, you know, you know, uh, what's the other guy? Um, uh, Benny Briscoe. All these guys, man. He just took them apart. And he didn't just beat them once. He beat them twice. Okay, you know what I mean. So, so you know, with the exception of uh, Willie the World Monroe, who who uh, beat him on points, but that was daylight robbery. Okay, but then he came back and, and you know whack whack this guy out. Okay, right. So you know, and he said because uh, I saw an interview of him once. Okay, and he said, I wanted to go into the toughest place. In the U.S., which is the toughest place in the world, which was Philadelphia at that time, okay, and that was where I was going to learn my trade. And by God, he learned his trade there, didn't he, Serge? He really did, okay. And yeah, Mike. I mean, he he destroyed a caveman. Yeah, you yeah, that? yeah, yeah. K- William Caveman K- K- Lee. Yeah, yeah.
0: Tough, yeah, tough yeah, fighter, yeah, Mike. Yeah. yeah, tough fighter. And and Hagler just walked right yeah, through him. Right through. You know, it yeah. was
1: impressive. I mean. And, yeah. and and and, yep. and you know, a lot of people a lot of people don't don't look at that. They just look at the Leonard fight, the Hearns fight, the Duran fight, you know, and and a couple of other fights that he had, okay. Another 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 guy that he beat, which was a very, very, very good boxer, and I knew him personally, Sergio, when I was growing up. That was that was when he won the title from Alaminta. Do you know what a good fighter that man? Yeah, that, that guy was a yep. great fighter, Sergio. Yep. Great, great fighter, and he just took Minter apart. He took him apart, Sergio. Okay, uh, all right.
0: Look at Mike. Mike, look at some of look at some of the guys that he beat. You mentioned Minter, right? Okay, he Beto Antifermo, tough as they oh come. Oh god! You yeah. know Mustache Mustache honcho, yeah, 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 Caveman yep, Lee, yep. you know. Um, it was just one at Roberto Duran. Roll Roldan. down Rodin, yeah, no, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mugabe. I mean Jesus Christ, you know. So Mike, I'm gonna put you on the spot, Mike. Alright? So in their primes, Hagler or Macho Manzón? How does that how would and we're talking fifteen rounds? How do, how would that fight have gone down?
1: Well, Sergio, yeah, no, yeah, you, 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 you you're putting me on, you're, you're putting me, you're putting me on the spot here. You're putting me. So this is what I'm gonna do, okay, right? Because you put me on the spot, a draw, okay? <laughs> I, I, I say that, that. Spoken like a true, true
0: <laughs> like a politician, Mike. You should run for office.
1: <laughs> a draw. I, I, I'm, I'm calling that one a draw, Sergio. Okay. And Mike, but well, I mean,
0: I know that to you, Monzon, and don't get me wrong, I it, it's one of those things. It's like, who do you pick? But like, there was very little that separates Monzon and, and Hagler, yeah, in your opinion, yeah, correct? Yeah,
1: definitely. I mean, Monzon, Monzon uh, doesn't get as much notoriety that he should do due to his uh, after, after uh, participations, uh, you know, where. You know, he um he got he got himself into a lot of trouble, but by God, Sergio, that guy was a monster. That guy was a monster in the ring, okay? Yeah. A monster. And he beat yeah and boy. he beat some great guys. I mean I mean he beat Emil Griffith you know, Nino Benvenuti, okay, you see, a lot of people don't, 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 I don't think a lot of people have seen Nino Benvenuti fight, do you know what a great Italian fighter that guy is, Sergio, Uh, you know, Mike,
0: had it not been for Manzone, Benvenuti would have reigned as a champion for years, I'm convinced yeah, yeah,
1: and, and, and and he beat him twice, Sergio, and finished him off, and finished his career, okay, right, and then he went on to beat, he made, like, God knows how many defenses Monzon and he he went on to beat Rodri- the likes of Rodrigo Valdez twice and uh, um, uh, Gratian Tona and a long list of other guys, Sergio. But we're talking about over fifteen rounds, yeah. over fifteen rounds, Sergio. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, so, so you know, I mean, um, I think that they're very equally very equally matched, okay. I think they're very equally matched, and um, um, I, I I I can't really separate that because I'm in love with both of these guys. You know what I mean? You know. Yep. You know. I get it. You know. I get it. Mike. You know? I so, mean. I mean. They, they on... don't make fighters like that anymore, sir. They just don't make fighters like that, and and. To, to some to to some degree, when I look at boxing nowadays, and then I see these fighters, they, you know, the Haglers, the Hearnsys, the Monzons, the Emil Griffiths, uh, the Durands and and Leonard's, and so they just don't make fighters like that anymore. These guys are delusional if they even think they can even li- live in the same breath as these guys, or mention or mention the same breath, or, or be in the same room with these guys. Okay, right? They they're just. A different breed of guys, man. They're, you know, boxing. Boxing is not like it used to be. I mean, fifteen rounds, Sergio, with Carlos Monzon. Imagine now having have to face Carlos Monzon or Marvin Hagler over fifteen rounds, Sergio. My God, Sergio. I mean, come on. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Quick way to, as, as you all say, quick way to stain your knickers. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 you, you know, I
1: mean, you know what, I mean, Mike... I mean yeah, yeah, we, we were to, we, we were talking last week, okay, that we have to find a way or they have to find a way to keep, you know, um Benavides motivated because otherwise he's going to show up and fight, you know, poorly. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? These guys, they didn't have anybody yeah. that, anybody to motivate these guys. These guys these guys have to go through uh, a, a top ten ranking of guys that were like every, each and every one of them, okay, would have taken anybody apart in this in this in this era of boxing now. And this is what these people don't understand. You know what I mean? Yep. They don't understand that. You know, they just really don't understand that, Sergio. Yep. You know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The real top ten. As they real top 10 the real top ten, buddy. The real top ten.
0: You know. And, and with that, Mike, we're going to close it off there. Um, rest in peace, marvelous. Mm-hmm. You will be missed, and as I said, one of my favorite fighters of all time, and in my opinion, the greatest uh, middleweight of all time. Gone, so, but not forgotten, okay? Never. Yeah, will never be forgotten. Marvis Marvin Hagra, rest in peace. And with that, we're going to close it off here. Thank you very much for listening. I am Sergio Martinez, and for Mike Michael, thanks again. And we're shutting off now for Combat Planet.